going on uh, the 14th of July. Hopefully you're all awesome and well. Jason here. Check it out. We've got everything rolling here. Everything seems to be uh, uh, happening. Good morning for uh, another Wealth Coffee chat. Hope uh, wherever you are, things are going your way. Um, as the, the live warms up, quick intros as always, or quick welcomes. Welcome back uh, the regulars who keep uh, jumping in on the show. Great to have you guys here. Great to get your support as always. Graham, Alison, Tesh, great to see you guys. Thanks for joining again. Dean, always good to hang out and have a coffee, even if it's virtual. Maybe we should do a real one one day. <laughs> Maybe we should find a place to hang out somewhere. Uh, Lewis, how are you, mate? Good to see you. Um, fantastic to have the regulars back and, and supporting and, and giving a shout out as uh, James and Adrian and Hardik. There we are. We've got a bunch of the gang on uh, on this morning, which is awesome. Karen, good to see you, mate. Hope it's all well there on the Central Coast. So uh, and anyone who's new, anyone who's a newbie joining us for the first time, uh, welcome. Thanks for uh, popping by. Uh, Jason Witten's my name. And um, each morning, get together with a bunch of cool people uh, and talk about property investing. Um, <laughs> my shout for sure, Dean. My shout, mate. My shout. Absolutely. <laughs> Good to see you. Uh, morning, my love. All the way from Colac. Uh, it's cold there in Colac, I'm, I'm told. And uh, Nick. G'day, mate. Good to see you. Don't have a property yet, but um, great, mate. That's awesome. Good to see you doing some research, getting a bit of due diligence. It's great to uh, get the hang of things in your own mind before you take the plunge. Um, awesome, awesome, awesome. So, yeah, listen, today, gang, uh, I want to talk about uh, putting your rents up. Putting your rents up because, uh, remember, you and I have chatted about this before. We've all chatted. Uh, capital growth, as far as I'm concerned, is a vanity metric. Um, I, I believe property investors spend way too much time obsessing about capital growth and not enough time obsessing about rental growth. Rental growth, because let's face it, let's, let's have a real conversation here that your passive income, when I sit down and I've, I've literally sat down across the table from thousands, and I mean thousands of people personally, um, now we've done over 35,000 one-on-one interviews with property investors across Australia and New Zealand over 20 years. Like that's a huge number, gang. And what do we say? We say, hey, listen, what are you looking for? And uh, in one way, shape or form, the person on the other side of the table says, I want a passive income for the future, for my family, for traveling, so I don't have to work. Um, so I can replace my income, whatever it is, passive income, okay? Um, they don't say, oh, I want to look at the value of my properties every day and run my life on how I feel um, about if my properties don't go up in value, I'm going to cry in the corner. No, that's not what they say. They say to me, they say to coaches, they say to professional advisors all around doing this stuff, gang, they say, hey, I want a passive income and I want a passive income from my properties that I invest in. So um, that's what this is about, gang. Um, capital growth is certainly important, but it's not as important as many people, many um, 
um, I don't know, people say about, right? It's, a, it's an important part of our growth process. It's an important part of the journey we go through. But let me tell you this, however, but whatever it is, your rents are the things that's going to create the cash flow for you and me into the future that will replace your income, that will give you passive income. Now, it might not be 100% replacement. You and I have talked about this in our big strategy before. But remember this, gang, when we look over our um, our stages of investing, you know, and I, I do this all the time because I want everyone to get the hang of this, the acquisition phase, when we're buying our properties, the consolidation phase, we're going to keep that one, we're going to rack that one off because it was a rubbish transaction, are we going to renovate it, are we going to improve it, are we going to accelerate it and debt reduce in here and then we're going to get to our lifestyle phase, okay. So when we have a look at this team, we're looking at the possibilities of our um, our rents increasing if we can make them increase and we're looking at the possibility of our expenses they track along, and our expenses decreasing and us having a gap here in the middle, which is our passive income. That's our cash flow. The gap between our rents and our expenses is the passive income. And how do we do that? How do we do that? There's two mechanisms. That's it. There's nothing else that's going to do this for us, gang, is the rents have to go up up and the debts have to go down. That's it. There's two things. There's two levers. Let's not confuse this. Let's not make it confusing. It's very simple. However, it's not um, as straightforward to implement, certainly this part, if you don't choose the properties, you don't understand the machinations, it's a cool word, machinations, of putting your rents up. How does that happen? Last night, Sam did a bit of a, a webinar. We're testing out a, a, a new webinar. Um, for you guys who, who've been in mentoring, you've probably seen Sam talk about this. And we've talked about the, the, three, the three things that make or give the pressure on our properties to go up and rent, okay? Uh, and we've talked about the three cues. You're at the center. Here, you're at the center and the three cues, the three cues of property rents increasing, okay? The three cues. Number one, it's location, okay? Location. The quality of the location that your property is in. Now, um, you know, the demographics of where you've purchased a property, I hear this all the time from property investors, oh, I'll buy a couple of cheapies and see how I go. Uh, you know, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be. Um, 15 years ago, that was actually not a bad strategy, gang. Like, and, and this is the thing with strategies. Sometimes they upgrade. Sometimes they have to change because of other factors. And right now, I'm telling you, if you waste your capacity to borrow and buy, on average, poor quality locations that will, that will, you will struggle. You will struggle to get your, um, your acquisition phase done, your multiple purchases done. 
um, because the lending, the lending environment from 15 years ago, even eight years ago, gang, was so much more different than it is today. Okay, the ability for us to borrow and and rack up our debts and purchase more property is severely restricted in comparison to to what it was. Okay, so we have to change the quality of our location. Absolutely has to be. Um, it's the one that's hardest to change. You can't it, like you have to sell it, and then there's costs and all, whatever, right? The quality of your tenant, the quality of the tenant, uh, ten, and um, always get confused with spelling that. I don't know if there's a double n in there somewhere or whatever it is. Anyway, the quality of your tenant, okay? Um, the quality of location, the quality of the tenant, and ultimately the quality of the property. You don't want your property being 30, 40 years old when you're in the retirement phase and the thing's a piece of junk, okay? I don't think that. Now, um, at the end of the day, you might have a strategy to upgrade and update that property. Awesome. Um, But these three cues allow you to be able to put the rents up because your tenant has to have disposable income, disposable dollars. It has to attract, your property has to attract a tenant that is happy to pay more for that property in a good location because that's where they want to live, next to transport, next to um, shopping centres, next to schools, next to the beach, next to whatever it might be, okay? So how does that happen? When we have a look at this, we want to make sure we can do these things, okay? And here's something that uh, uh, hopefully you guys can read. Uh, It's not too bad. Let's have a look. So hopefully you can read that, gang, uh, as as, as I've zoomed in a little bit on it. Okay, what it is, is talking about income to rent ratios. Okay, and Sam was showing this last night. Now, when we research, when we look in an area where we're going to buy, we need to have a look at not only the demographics, gang, not only the demographics, you know, um, the makeup, but also the average incomes, the average incomes. Because if if your property is located in an area where the incomes are medium or low and your rent is actually already uh, medium or high in comparison to the area, or the average wage, or, or the average income, how, how is your rent going to go up? Who's going to pay more? Let, let me ask you this, gang. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If you buy a property in, in an average to low area, socioeconomic or um, quality of tenant or quality of property, if you put your rents up significantly, because for all of us, that's what we want. We want our rents to go up. If you were a tenant there and you had the capacity, you had the capability to pay more rent, what would you do? What would you do? Would you stay in a location, and and don't get offended by this, anybody, would you stay in a location that's average, that's low socioeconomic? Um, Would you stay there when your wealth or your financial capacity increased, or would you move? You'd move. We've all done it, gang. We all rented in the cheap place, and the moment we could afford it, we went to the good place. Our extra disposable income, we didn't spend in the average place. We took that disposable, discretionary income, and we spent it somewhere else in our rent, okay? Just remember that, gang. 
If you buy a cheap piece of crap in an average to low area, when people economically benefit in their world by their careers or something, they leave. They don't stay. They don't pay more in that area, okay? They don't rent it for more. They don't just, like, like, there's no lifestyle there for people who've got money, okay? Hopefully that's making sense, gang, because in here, this rent-to-income ratio, okay, we need to have a bit of a look at what that, what that looks like right there, okay? Because if you're in an area where it's very high or high already in comparison to the average rents, it's going to be very hard, uh, almost impossible for you to put the rents up, okay? You want to be focusing in properties uh, that have a, a ratio of 25% or lower, maybe 30% or lower, okay? Neutral or low, okay? Balanced or low. And when we have a look at putting the rents up, we can say, yeah, that area can squeeze, that area can go, the rents can, can go up, okay? So hopefully that makes sense, gang, when it comes to what I'm talking about um, in this sort of uh, description, okay? And if, you, uh, if you're in mentoring and you're like, uh, you know, is that working for me? Uh, give us a shout out. You guys know we've got some, uh, some property management team in the, in the six-star team that you have access to that are inside the business that support you no matter where you are. Even though we've got property managers in Melbourne and Brisbane, if you need any time, some rationale, some conversation about getting coaching about where your, where your rents are at, <clears throat> even if you're renting a property in Newcastle or Sydney or wherever, um, let your coach know because we can connect um, with our uh, property management coaches inside the business. You guys know you've got access to Six Star Team. Uh, we can give you a hand about how you rationale that, okay, or rationalize those things um, as we go along. Uh, so Alison, you know, put her rents up a fair bit and she's going to put it up um, uh, a little bit further, maybe give away a week's free rent at Christmas. Perfect, Alison. I love that. I love that attitude because, gang, I can tell you right now, look after your tenants, all right? Send them a bottle of wine. Say thank you. Just do something. Just do something random. Work it out with your your property manager. Um, you know, give them a, a free um, a free bit of rent at Christmas time. Send them, you know, 200 bucks cash and say Merry Christmas, whatever it is. Look after your tenants, uh, look after your property and make sure it's in a good location because your rents will grow. That's what we want. That's what we want in our future, gang. That's what we're looking for in our passive income future over here. When we're looking for, this is, the, this is where we're free, okay? That's where freedom is. Freedom is over here. Freedom is when your money and wealth is making money. Your money, your dollars, you put in $1 and it returns $2. So you don't have to exchange your time for money unless you want to. Okay, I, I, think, I think retiring for me at this point is, is a horrifying concept. I, I, I wouldn't retire at all. Um, maybe I'll feel different when I'm 70 or 80, but right now uh, I'm, I'm loving it, all right? Same for you. Where are you at with it? 
Remember, this is our this is our plan over here. There's just two levers, gang. Get the expenses down over time, get the rents up over time. Okay? That's that's all this gig is. You buy some properties, you rationalize which ones you're gonna keep, and then you get the rents up and you get the debts down. <laughs> Voila. All right. And over here, we can do the equity arbitrage, the acceleration mechanisms that you guys, I've chatted to you guys about before, all right? So hopefully that makes sense. Hopefully that uh, got you sort of thinking about it in a certain way today, gang, um, as, we, uh, as we go. There you go. Alison, my tenants get a case of beer and my PM gets a bottle of wine. Absolutely. What a great idea. Look after the people who are looking after you. You know, uh, we, we say this all the time, you know, your property manager is looking after the, your, the, the most wealth you have, your property manager. Gang, listen, look, it just blows me away. You will pay, you know, you'll pay um, a mortgage broker, um, you'll pay a financial planner, you'll pay an accountant more money than you will your property manager. And your property manager is looking after more wealth directly than any of those people if you're a property investor. Your property manager is the most important person for your future wealth and rents increasing. Uh, look after them, have a good one. Get a great one who's a property investor themselves, who knows what they're up to uh, and is not just going to you know, give you an average experience. Anyway, uh, I'm done, that's it. I think I've rabbited on a bit too long today, but uh, yeah, nearly 20 minutes, but gang, it's an important subject, I love it. Hopefully you get the passion where I'm at with it um, and uh, uh, take it uh, seriously as you do your plans for world domination. Anyway, there you go. All right, gang. Well, that's it. Coffee and a chat. Wealth Coffee Chat done. You guys have an awesome day. Join me tomorrow around about 8 o'clock. Usually it's 8 to 8.05 before I get going. Uh, But uh, anyway, um, great to have all of you guys on today. Appreciate you um, hanging out. And um, yeah, done. Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted. You guys have a great day. And uh, bye for now. See ya. Bye-bye. 